cliffcentral.com. Let me welcome Antoinette quickly. Hey, Antoinette, how are you? Hey, good, and you? Good, thank you. Nice to see you, and thank you for being on the show. And Dr. Hanan, good to have you on. How are you? Hey, guys, I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good, good. All right, so, Doc, you found this uh, blog that Antoinette wrote, and it got you really inspired, and you thought, well, the rest of us need to hear this too, because we talk often about, you know, mental health issues and people who are depressed, people who are anxious, and, you know, how many people are nervous about the future and nervous about their own lives and kind of planning for tomorrow. And I think a big part of this is ex- exposing yourself to the right sources, exposing yourself to the right information, being able to get some clear perspective on what the world is really like. And sometimes because of the nature of humanity, and Doc, you could probably talk about this at length, but, you know, we, we're, we're hardwired to respond to negative news and to fill our world with negative stuff because we are frightened mammals that <laughs> that used to need that stuff to survive. And these days, there's just a glut of bad information, negative information, and not enough positive stuff out there. Is that part of what you, you wanted to get Antoinette on for? So I think the, the key word is perspective and uh, two things. You're quite right. We are hardwired to attach ourselves to negativity. And the reason why is because it ensures our survival. Hmm. When I know all the bad news, when I know all the bad stuff that is coming up, when I'm aware of all the negative or things that could threaten my survival that I can defend and protect and prepare against it, the positive things don't necessarily help my survival. Mm -hmm. So when I read Antoinette's blog, I thought, this is absolutely a brilliant perspective on what we do have. And I need to say before Antoinette, I... Uh, allow you to share your stories because I think it is inspirational. It's very important to say that just because you're positive about something and you have good perspective or a positive perspective about something doesn't mean you're neglecting or ignoring the fact that there's bad stuff too. Sure. So it's not like it's a binary thing. Once you're good, you don't accept the bad. You can actually have both. But let's not overemphasize the bad because there's plenty, plenty good. Right, so Antoinette, over to you. Tell us about this blog and what happened in your life to to bring you to a point where you felt like I need you guys to understand what this is, and I'm going to give you a a, a unique perspective from my point of view, and and maybe it'll inspire a few people, which clearly it's done. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, we immigrated, left South Africa two and a half years ago, and um, it was during the height of COVID. Um, and we did it for like so many other people thinking better life for our children. My husband got a great um, job opportunity there Mm -hmm. and um, we left with these great expectations of what living in the first world country was going to be like. But then whilst we were away, um, our mental health, speaking of mental health, started suffering Um, Not the first couple of months, not the first year maybe, because you're still caught up in the excitement and um, the adventure, everything's new, you're learning things. But when you settle into real life, um, we just felt like our marriage was suffering. Um, Our children were unhappy. Um, And so I decided... My husband got opportunities, actually, to travel to Australia. There was an opportunity for him there. 
there was an opportunity for him in Cyprus and in the States. And so we were going between what is most important to us. Is it climate? Is it culture? What is it mm -hmm. that we are looking for to, to be happy? And I basically said to him, for me, it's returning to South Africa. Really? Um, I don't care about anything else. I said, I, I need to be in my country. And th that day he agreed and we decided that was it. And then I went on a group called I Love Fourways, mm -hmm. um, a Facebook group, which I never left in the first place. Even after I'd left South Africa, I stayed a member of that group. And I posted because I was looking for like a new nanny, mm -hmm. who, by the way, I found through that post, the most amazing lady. Um, and I wanted to, to let people know, honestly, how it is living abroad. So I see a lot of people um, said that maybe we didn't cut it there, we didn't make it. Um, there's always a lot of negativity. Sure. But I just, I just, I can't tell you, we've been home for two weeks and I have, my whole perspective of everything has changed. I'm like happier than ever. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear this, um, despite <laughs> you coming back to like load shedding and water restrictions and God knows what else. You seem really happy about this. Do you think South Africans in general are quite negative and, and, and down on ourselves in this country? We, we, we like maybe we don't have that perspective that Dr. Hanan was talking about. Definitely. So I think South Africans are very negative. I think the most negative South Africans that I've come across are actually the ones that are living abroad. Mm. I think that they have this thing that they need to convince themselves that they made the right choice by leaving their home. So they are always complaining, oh, look what's going on, load shedding, water restrictions, but nobody ever talks about what problems they're facing in their adopted countries. Mm -hmm. So that saying as cliche, the grass is not greener, but people are afraid to admit it because then that's kind of admitting to failing because you have now made the decision to move away. Yeah. South Africans in South Africa, I feel a lot are negative, but I'm, I'm really impressed by how many are so positive. Yeah. And so, yes. All right. So, so Doc, let's just talk about this perspective for a little bit because people do this, right? They do like to convince themselves, whether it's someone who's emigrated or someone who's decided to stay somewhere. And I don't really mind what people do. I want to be very clear about this. My perspective has changed over the years. I used to be very uh, hard on people who decided to emigrate. I was like, no, no, you have a responsibility here. You've got things to do, blah, blah, blah. Now I don't mind. You do whatever you feel is right for you. And I, I honestly have no judgment for those people. In fact, if you can make yourself happy, I'll be happy for you. But it is a funny thing we do as humans that we convince ourselves once we've made a decision that we made the right decision by only paying attention to information which helps our case, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's completely justifying your position, but it's such a unhealthy way to make yourself feel better about your position because you only feel better about your position because of somebody else's misfortune. It's always in comparison to another country. So I'm only happy in Australia because South Africa has water restrictions. I'm only happy in 
in America because South Africa has got ESCOM problems. I'm only happy in place A because South Africa has got the crime issue. So you're only happy, and this is kind of a on a on a micro level, it's very relevant to our personal life. We should not find happiness in comparison to someone else because then we become a slave to their position. Mm. So we're only happy because somebody who is not under our control or a place that's not under our control isn't happy. But it's a sickly way of finding your sense of purpose or meaning or finding your gratitude where you're at because it's always in comparison to something else. So that is that is what people do. But you should be happy because your current position is good. So think about relationships. We You should never be in a relationship because your ex, or you should never justify your current relationship because your ex is unhappy. Okay, well, I'm good here because my ex is unhappy there. It's always in comparison. And I understand why people do it, but it's not a healthy way to do it. But I'm curious, Antoinette, I want to ask you, have you, received, have you received any negative feedback since that article came out? Have you received any negative backlash for being so positive and <laughs> uh, giving your perspective on South Africa? Yes, I have. Um, I must say, though, that the positive um, outweighed the negative. But I definitely saw a lot of negativity. So, like I said, a lot of people said, oh, um, how bizarre that she wants to come back. She's looking for a nanny because obviously she couldn't cut it in Europe without that help. Or, um, you know, that we, we couldn't handle living in an apartment or there was a lot of those kind of comments and people even saying, why would you do that? That's so stupid. Why are you moving back with your young kids? That's, yeah, people um, are nasty. People are so nasty. So how, did you yeah. deal, how do you deal with the negativity? How did you deal with it? Um, I basically, at first, I'm not going to lie, like as human nature is, I was a bit upset. But at the end of the day, I do realize that everyone's entitled to their own opinions their own choices but the way when we talk about perspective the way we perceive things so regardless of the negative comments and um, in fact i want to even do another blog just to let people know how happy i am to be back and how we perceive everything so differently so things that used to irritate us in the past we now embrace when i see a car guard for example when I'm leaving the shop, I'm like, hello, how are you? Um, I interact with them, you know, that smiling face, that warmth. Um, they all, everyone's just trying to make a living. So because of our changed perspective, everything has changed. So if I could try and encourage people to see South Africa the way I do, um, I think we could change a lot of the negativity. Things like taxis. Um, before we left, my husband and I used to get so frustrated with the way taxis would cut across the road or just stop on the side of the road. Now, when we look at it, we, we say to ourselves, well, taxis is South Africa's transport system. We don't have trains, the, the infrastructure of the trains and the buses. Mm -hmm. It's taxis. So we need to embrace the taxis. Taxis are what bring our staff to work take them home, keep the economy running. So to maybe stop comparing taxis to trains and buses, in Europe, buses have their own bus lanes. They have bus stops every couple of meters. So people, so people have the infrastructure to follow rules. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, we need to bring in taxi stops 
instead of taxis having to pull over anywhere, you know, and we need to appreciate that that lady that's getting off the taxi, Shane, she's been on her feet all day. Yeah. Working, and the taxi driver also wants to get her as close as possible. Yes, I've taken the negative and I've just turned everything into positive, basically. It's perspective, it's perspective. And Antoinette, I want to ask you, what, what message would you have for people that say, you know what, the crime is an issue, ESCOM is an issue, what is an issue? Um, it's just there's so many issues and I'm out of here. I'm going to a better place, greener postures. What would you, what would you tell them? Don't go. So I'm now going to advocate for don't go. Trust me. It's not greener. It's not better pastures there. And yeah, I would basically just say don't go and answer questions. People can ask me anything and I'm happy to advise them and explain from our experience. And I mean, we were in a country that is ranked as one of the best countries to live in. And it's got the greatest social system in the world. So they pay you to have children every month. Every single person who's a mother or and a father gets a parental allowance. Um, it's not greater. And it's not I, – I believe that they actually do that to attract people to stay in the country. Whereas South Africa, with all the problems – I mean, people used to ask me, why did you leave South Africa? You've got such a great climate there. You know, people see past the load shedding and ESCOM. And I also do feel that we, there's a lot we can all do um, to make changes. You know, like, for example, sorry, I'm talking so much, but mm. I'm just so excited about the platform to explain. No, 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 we like um, this. Oh, okay, for example, like in Europe, yeah, in South Africa, we can pull up to a shopping center or pull up into places and not pay for parking. So having a parking attendant, we, we all get so frustrated with them. But do you know how lucky we are that we are getting free parking? So give the guy 10 rand or whatever, because anywhere else in the world, you're paying for parking. You don't just get access to free parking. So yeah, I, I, wonder, I just want to bring up one other thing because we, we don't have a lot of time here, but I, I love this perspective. And, and you, you, you're comparing very specific things, which I also think is important because people talk in general terms. But, you know, there, there seems also to be this idea that we have to consign someone to a certain camp once they've decided to emigrate or to move back. Like you're allowed to change your mind as well, right? People – People think that, oh, well, you know, I'm going to Canada. That's it. I'm turning my back on South Africa. I'm never coming back. And you have to stick to that. Uh, you're allowed to decide after a couple of years, maybe months, in another place that you'd prefer to go back to where you were. And nobody could judge you on that. I mean, I love the way everybody who's not in that situation is standing around in judgment going, oh, they couldn't cut it in uh, Malta or wherever. Um, you should be able to make your decisions based on the best experience and information you can you can take from it, right? Yes. Yeah, I love One hundred percent. The right. truth is the truth is you can change your mind. You can be in a committed relationship and then change your mind and say, I want to be in an open relationship. You can actually commit to whatever you want. This is your life. You get to live it in any way you want. As long as you're true to your own spirit, why not? 
I think and I encourage everybody to read Antoinette's blog. It's completely yeah. inspirational and it gives a really great perspective on where we live and what we have here. I will I will make sure that we post the link in the show notes for today's show. But Antoinette, well done and thank you very much for being on the show this morning. It's lovely to hear from someone Thank who's, you so much for the opportunity. Sure. Thank you. No, to have someone who's got a nice perspective on things. Doc, we will see you next week. We will see you next week. Nice to see you guys. Awesome. I, uh, yeah, I'm very happy to have, a, you know, a different perspective on this. And I, I actually yeah. really, I really like hearing from people who just have a positive outlook on life. It's enough. There's enough negative mm. stuff out there. We don't need more of that. We want some more of the plus, not more of the minus. So good for Antoinette mm. for writing that. And I, I just, I can't believe that there would be people who are so mean spirited that they will go after her. For writing her own experience down. You can't. She's not right or wrong. She's just telling you her point of view.